Doom Patrol, Negative Man, Elastigirl, Robot Man. Someone wants the Doom Patrol reunited. Your every word and action is being broadcast across the planet. Now, Monsieur Mana! Well done, my Doom Patrol. Well done. It is too late for you, Calder. Your beloved patrol is doomed. Hello and welcome to Waiting for Doom, the world's greatest and longest running and bestest ever Doom Patrol related podcast where each episode we talk long and lovingly about our favourite superhero team, the mighty Doom Patrol. Hello everyone, I'm Paul, you can find me on uh, uh, blah, blah, Blue Sky. <laughs> <laughs> where am I? I'm not there. Um, Blue Sky as HIX and also we have a website waitingfordoom.com, we have uh, waitingfordoom at gmail.com, uh, we are on Facebook, we are on iTunes, we're on Stitcher Radio. Maybe not. I don't know. Does, is there anything for- on Stitcher? I forgot to look that up, whether that's still a thing. Let's say it's still a thing. I don't know. It's not a big deal, because I think the people who are hearing this are listening to us somehow. So, okay. not a big deal. Uh, and you can buy us coffee, and yeah, there's more about that later. <laughs> yes, hello, I'm Mike. You can find me still on Twitter, at Avantgarde for now, for the time being, and the same name over on Blue Sky as well. Uh, and still on Twitter, you can find our sentient show account, that is Wilfred. He's at WFD Pod. Hello, Wilfred. Hello, humans. Hello. And this week, we are returning once again to the latest issue of Unstoppable Doom Patrol. Huzzah! But first, Paul, how's your week and stuff been in stuff? Uh, I'll I'll say pass this week. You'll say pass? I'll say pass. You can have this one. Uh, Okay, thanks. (laughs) Um, I read some comics. I read Birds of Prey issue one. I really enjoyed that. I really, really enjoyed that. Um, I was particularly a big fan of the artwork and the colours in it. Oh my gosh, the way they did the colouring in that. Um, Geordie Belair, fantastic stuff. Um, uh, A little comic called um, Brave and the Bold number 28, which presents the Justice League against some alien being called Star of the Conqueror. Don't know if you've heard of it. Um, No? No? Sounds like a good place to start. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, So I picked that up. Uh, Apparently it's something called a facsimile. Uh, must be Italian. I don't know. Um, so that fact was smile. a fact smile. Facts your smile around the world. Uh, and finally got caught up on some world's <laughs> finest, the storyline with Boy Thunder, and then the start of the storyline uh, with Metamorpho being accused of killing Simon Stagg. Oh, and the date from hell with Robin and Supergirl. <laughs> that, was, that was ridiculous. So yeah, slowly but surely getting stuck into the massive backlog still. Mm, well done. Thanks. I, I It warms my heart when you are into your comics. And, yes. Uh, yes, very impressive. Very uh, cool. I'm still debating whether I sign on for DC Ultra. What's it called on the app now? The... Ultra is the, the tier that you get if you get access to everything one month after it comes out. DC Infinite Ultra, In- yes. DC Infinite Ultra. Yes, it sounds way overpowered. So, yeah, I'm still debating whether I want to fork out for that or not because I barely use the app as it is but it could be like I wanted to go and read more of um, Spirit World and City Boy and I couldn't mm. so yeah and they were quite good when I read yeah. them a while back so yeah, yeah. cool okay <laughs> <laughs> what was that anyway uh, shall we go and uh, is there any doom news or should we just bypass the doom news desk completely 
know. Well, there's a trailer out for the new uh, last bit of the Doom Patrol. So. Oh, yes. Yes, yeah. there is. What did, what did you think of that? I asked because I haven't watched it. <laughs> I'm excited, but a bit saddened. A, because it's coming to an end. B, it's taken this long for the end to come. I don't know why they're starting up for this long. Yeah. It's ridiculous. But, yeah, it'll be good to finally get the, these final episodes. Um, so, yeah, October 12th on HBO Max or whatever it is these days. Probably change by the time this goes to air again. Uh, yeah. I have a funny feeling that if there's not an entire musical episode, there's a big song and dance number. Oh, okay. I'm sure in an earlier trailer there was a, a big song and dance scene going on in the manor. Oh, okay. I'm mm. sure I didn't hallucinate that. But oh. anyway, yes, bring it on, October 12th. Um, only it's... a couple of weeks away. Yeah. I look forward to it. Roll it on. Mm. Roll on it. No. No, don't roll on it. Roll it up. No. <laughs> bring it forth. <laughs> and it came third instead. No, um, all right. On we go. All right. <laughs> now the coffee let's i want to talk about the coffee people please do uh the brew crew mm-hmm. uh, we have a, a a new member of the brew crew this week <gasps> yep and that is keith keith g baker mm-hmm. who is a a fine man a very funny man i met him in person i have hung with him um where'd you meet him i met him in america oh okay like at any specific event or location, or yes, in Charlotte, Charlotte, yeah, in Char- Charlotte, North Carolina. Yeah, Charlotte, North Carolina. Yeah. Oh, okay. Uh, hang on, that wouldn't happen to be at, at a little thing called Heroes Con, would it? Where you met Keith? I think it might have been actually. It's really <laughs> have you been to Heroes Con? I have been to Heroes Con. <gasps> Me too. We must have just missed each other. Anyway, yeah. sorry. Yes, more about the road crew. Yeah, uh, Keith Jubaker's joined. That's really kind of him and very nice. Thanks, so. Keith. Yeah. Uh, we also have AJ Wright of the Right On Network. Um, I covered his name last time, so everyone knows how to spell it this time. Mm-hmm. Um, yep, and he does straight out of the Federation, straight out of Gallifrey, and the Huntress, Huntress, yep. Huntress uh, Cassandra Kane podcast, and he's a part of the Outsiders, which he does with Tim Price. Tim Price is also one of our people. Tim, who we talk about a lot, he's charming and deceitful, and but he's more. I would actually quantify his charmingness as more charming than deceitfulness. So. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah, he's uh, he's a good he's a good egg. He is a good this. egg. If if you saw him in the saw, you'd be like, wow, I'm impressed by the goodness of said egg. Yeah, I'll have a dozen of those. That's what you'd say. <laughs> and then you'd boil him. No, I don't know. You might fry him. You might scramble him. You might good put him into a cake. Make mm. a make yeah. a um. What's it called? A price lover. I was going to say a uh, flambe, but the, uh, I, I think I'm thinking of flan or a crepe. A nice Tim Price crepe with, you know, some fresh uh, vegetables and... Ve- um, some fresh what? Vegetables. Um, <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> right. Maybe some stri- strips of beef. Mm, okay. Mm. Yeah. yeah. A little bit of hoisin. That's how I... Yeah. Right. Was there anyone else in the brew crew that we haven't discussed and gone completely off the rails about yet? Arbat. Yes, Arbat. Arbat. Yes. Never met Arbat. I haven't been to his country. Uh, hopefully I'll meet him one day. Might get him to come to HeroesCon if I can. Okay. But, yeah. um, yep. And we've also got uh, Kevin, who uh, actually lives in HeroesCon. No, lives in uh, Charlotte. Charlotte. 
Yeah, but I mean, he he doesn't miss Heroes Con ever. He's, he no. finds it very easy to get there. Yes, um, yes, and um, he made it very easy for me to get there. I must add. Right. Yeah, and then there's Bill from the Bat Pod and Frack, Frack. So yeah, I was just thinking the Bat Pod today. They're covering. They covered the first uh, issue of Shadow of the Bat, which oh. uh, is, yeah, you know the one. I I know the the issue. Yes, I haven't listened to it yet. So yeah, that's a, that's a good good comic. Mm, first Mr. Zaz. Yes. Nice. Yes. Yeah. Well, not nice, but you know what I mean. Yeah. And Frack, of course. Frack. Yes. From, yes, Frack. He's in England, isn't he? He is, yes. In the in the uke. In the uke, you know. Sweet, yes, lovable, no nonsense Dr. Frack. Yeah. <laughs> I think he likes a bit of nonsense. He's yeah, a... I'm I'm being sarcastic, yeah. He's... Oh, okay. Yeah. Yes. Cool. Yeah, um, but we are we are thinking of special rewards for our brew crew. Mm. Few, um, <laughs> yes. So we are, we will stand stand guard if you uh, if you want to join the brew crew. There could be something special in it for you mm. too. <laughs> you should write that down as like a little intro to them. The the brew, the proud, the um, um, you know. yeah, yeah. The frothy. <laughs> oh anyway, save me. Where's the ticking? The, oh, the, tick, the ticking's the tick. right over there, yes, and that is the Doom Clock. Sweet. So as we look upon the face of the mighty Doom Clock, we can see that it has been a whole week plus, just over a week, since we had a new Doom Patrol book on the shelves, that being issue six of Unstoppable Doom Patrol, which came out on September 27th of 2023, and we will be discussing that in just a few short moments. Issue seven of the series is due out on October 24th of 2023, just over three weeks away at the time of recording. And then that's it for this quote-unquote season of Doom Patrol. Yep, I'll have the set. Yes. So well, I will have the set in at least double by the time I get to it. Um, but yeah, I hope that helps sales, and I hope the big wigs at DC go, "Hey, it did all right. Let's give them another go." Yeah, the people with the big wigs. Mm, yes. But for now, are you ready for the this week in Doom Patrol history guessing game, Paul? Sure, I'm. Yeah, let, let's do it. <laughs> you want new flavor or old flavor? Uh, I, I, I'm a big fan of New Flavor, thank you. Big fan of New Flavor. Okay, so for those that aren't aware, I'll be reading a line of dialogue from each page of the issue of Doom Patrol that came out at some point in the Patrol's history, and Paul has to try and guess what it is by the time I get to the final page, uh, at which point he will have 30 seconds to make his final call. So here we go. Uh, Doom Patrol if... number four. <laughs> Uh, n- no, actually, that's, oh, that's a freebie. Okay, um, this one's going to be tricky because you might get it very early, and your record so far is three pages. So, oh. um, okay, here we go. Okay. Oh, and if there's a location listed at the page, I have to list that location as well. But anyway. Okay. All right, here we go. Bobby Carmichael's been having a queer dream of late. It starts with a whispering, seductive voice that recites strange poetry. Are you going to start? <laughs> <laughs> that, that was the, from the first page. Oh, okay. okay, all right. Sounds Morrisonian. Mm. Mm, okay. 
Okay. Um, what do you know? There's no dialogue on the second page, so I'll skip to the third page. That's unfortunate. Uh, his arms are tingling like they've gone to sleep, so he sits up in bed. Okay. All right. Okay. Next page. Good God, my chocolate. What have I done? <laughs> May I ask, is that Niles Calder? That is Niles Calder, yes. Okay, thank you. Right. Okay, next page. <laughs> I have absolutely no interest in the activities of the Justice League, Joshua. Oh, okay. Um, is this anything to do with the cult of the unwritten book? Um, not exactly, but you're in the right era. <laughs> okay. Uh, all right. Okay. It's 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 Morrison. It's yeah. Okay. Okay. Joshua Joshua is not dead, so that tells me something. Mm-hmm. Mm. Next page. You know, I listen to this stuff and I suddenly realise there is a god after all. There is a god and he plays the trumpet. <laughs> is that Cliff? That is Cliff. Right. Okay. Okay, next page. Okay. Right, good. What? What are you talking about? There's just me, baby harlot. Oh, this is lovely. Oh, okay. So, alright, so I think... I'm gonna, I, I think this is maybe in the 40s somewhere. Can you confirm or deny that? I will confirm that. It is in the 40s somewhere. Okay. No record today, eh? No, no, unfortunately not, no. Uh, okay, this next page, it has a location, so I must reveal that the location is Venice, stewing in the heat of a Mediterranean day. And your dialogue is, if I were you, Dr. Silence, I wouldn't. Okay. Doctor Silence. So, okay. So, Doctor Silence. He was he with the guy who had the painting before it all kicked off. Higher. <laughs> I know. I know. I know it's yes, not he the was. Painting. Yeah, I, yeah, I know it's not the painting issue. That's like twenty nine or something, and we know where I'm in the forties. Yes, and forty seven is. I think that's Beard Hunter. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. And it's not the space stuff, which started in the late 30s. So, uh, I'm leaning towards late 40s. Mm. Mm. Yes. Next page. You ready for the next page? I am. Thank you. Here's a story about a German actress of profound beauty who, like Narcissus in the Creaking Legend, fell in love with a mirror. Are you going to re- finish the story? <laughs> <laughs> no, that's all you get. I, I thought you were off on a tangent again. No, no, no. Me? <laughs> Me off on a tangent? God, no. <laughs> Where would I have learned that from, Paul? <laughs> yeah, no. Um, I'm going to take a, a punt. Take a punt? I'm going issue 49. Ding, 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 ding. You are indeed correct. Going on sale for US $1.50 on October 1st of 1991 with a cover date of 
November of that year was Doom Patrol Volume 2, Issue 49. This issue was titled Death in Venice and was brought to us by Grant Morrison, Richard Case, Mark Badger, John Workman, Daniel Vozzo, Tom Payer and Tom Taggart. And the story itself saw strange dreams leading three strange strangers to come together and help Mr. Nobody escape the painting that ate Paris and abscond with the bicycle of Alfred Hoffman. Because, of course, we discussed this issue all the way back in episode 65 from July of 2016, and you will find that in the Doom dossier for Volume 2, Part 2, over at WaitingForDoom.com. Well done, Paul. I didn't Thanks. think you were going to get it. I didn't think I was going to get it. Yeah, but you were, oh, you were, hang on, it's one, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, seven pages. So, that's, that's uh, a lot better than I thought you'd do. So. Mm. Okay. Yes, yeah. but yes, that's the the formation of um, the Brotherhood of Data, and um, they're they're going to help Mister Nobody get out of the painting that Doctor Silence has in his possession. So yeah, so it's, yeah, yeah, it's the second coming of the Brotherhood of something. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Sorry. Yes, the second brother. Second, second Brotherhood. You know what I mean. I'm old. I'm tired. Yes. But yes, well done, you. <laughs> Oh, thank you. That's nice little applause. You're welcome. Appreciate it. Alrighty. Alright, let's move on. And now it is time for the segment of the show we call Doomsplaining, where we explain something about the Doom Patrol. And this week, this episode, it is issue six, the penultimate issue of Unstoppable Doom Patrol. And this issue is titled Stoppable Part One. Is this burning? It's written by Dennis Culver, with art by Chris Burnham. Brian Reber did the colours. Pat Brousseau was on letters. Ben Abernathy was the editor. And it had a couple of variant covers, one by Michael Jannon and another by Alan Qua. I will describe them if you like. So, Please uh, do. Yeah, so the main cover has um, the Doom Patrol being swamped by uh, evil people. Mm. <laughs> like, I mean, I'm not being judgy. They are leg- legitimately members of the Brotherhood of Evil. Yeah. So yeah. we see uh, Elephant Man. We see Goldilocks. We see... Uh, Lady Tiger Fist. Yes. Um, she has robot tigers on her hands, uh, tiger heads on her hands. Uh, Doctor Inside Out. Yes. General Immortus. Um, we also see Warp in the background. And yep. hidden, hidden on the very left, I think that's meant to be Gemini behind Doctor Inside Out. Yes, yes. Yeah. And we can also see Mala just briefly, almost, yeah. at the back, trying to join in. Yeah. Yeah. It's cool. It's very, it's very chaotic and very cool. Yes. Yeah, and that's the uh, the Burnham cover, of course. Um, it's all happening. There's a lot of characters crammed into a short, small spot. Now the next one has uh, it's got Cliff and Flex back to back and fighting. So they're backed in a corner. They're both. It looks like Flex has been hit in the head with something. He's got a little <laughs> bit of blood. And what's that behind? It looks like a burst of explosion behind them yeah i'm not sure i wouldn't i wouldn't want to be wearing my leopard shorts when i'm in an explosion <laughs> no just just yeah no no i didn't know you had any but anyway yeah and the next one is the alan Coir one and mm. it continues the uh doom patrol facing monsters and in this one the doom patrol are in a graveyard battle, battling zombies as they are up from the ground yes yes very cool uh-huh. Very cool. And that's a nice little set, but uh, you have to have a shop that orders lots of copies to get that one. Mm. Yes. But let me take you through what happens inside the issue. How about that? Please do. 
I will. Okay. Flex Mentello has taken the new Doom Patrol rescuees and trained them up into Flex Force, and it's time to show what they can do in a Capture the Flag contest with the main team. So Rita takes out Starbro immediately by beginning one hand to knock him out across the gym, and Squonk, who's a, a new member, uh, evades Rita only to be tagged by the Degenerate, um, who uses his uh, shit talk to make himself angrier. <laughs> yes, good tactic, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Silo Simon tags Cliff and Rita with uh, his fungus spores. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then new character Roxy Centauri releases a burst of light, which repels negative man's energy. Uh, then we meet Animal Vegetable Mineral Girl. <gasps> uh, we don't have to. No. No. Um, and they release a bird to distract Beast Girl uh, before tangling her in vines that she releases. And then she makes giant crystals to stop Degenerate in his tracks. Uh, he's kind of proud of that. Um, and then AVM makes it to the flag only to be thwarted at the last second by Larry, who has been playing possum next to the objective. So not negative man, but Larry himself. Mm. Yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but there's no time for anything else because Mento sends a telepathic alarm to tell them the shelter is under attack. And indeed, we see Warp teleporting in Brotherhood of Evil members in various locations. So Elephant Man, Goldilocks, Plasma, Shrapnel, and others appear in the gymnasium. And as soon as the team look to the Chief, or Jane, for strategy, she loses all confidence. This tips Cliff off that they are facing the Quiz, who has every power you're not thinking of. Mm. So, mm. So Cliff is at a loss to identify the power that has rendered their leader useless until Squonk yells out imposter syndrome, which puts Jane back in the fight. (laughs) And uh, Squonk is explaining his ongoing familiarity with that problem when he is suddenly felled by the spinning surgical blade of Dr. Inside Out. He's a surgeon who has his organs on the outside of his body, mostly. Mm. Mm. Hence the name Doctor. Yes. Yes, because he's a surgeon. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Uh, he didn't go to medical school to just be Mister Inside Out. Um, <laughs> the team are fighting for their lives till Willoughby portals in with his magic comrades, and Doctor Cinco and Mento have told him that there are intruders in the graveyard, and they're digging up Dorothy. Hungan <gasps> and General Amortis are the intruders, and they already have Dorothy's spinner's casket out of the ground and open. Hungan has set up a ritual, and Amortis has brought the Lazarus resin. Oh, that bloody Lazarus resin is everywhere since uh, Lazarus Planet. Willoughby, Niles and Cliff portal in, but Mala pins them down with covering fire from his big machine gun, and they watch helplessly as Amortis drinks some wax and begins to melt. And then he falls backwards into Dorothy's empty grave, and Cliff thinks that's the end of him until he emerges with the Candlemaker's powers, giving him a new look and a new name, the Eternal Flame. Close your eyes. (laughs) (laughs) Don't close your eyes, because otherwise you will miss all the awesomeness in this comic. (laughs) Because, oh my God, this was so good. Yeah, it's there's a lot going on. There's so many characters. So um, yeah, I was I had to look at some of them up, and I even flipped through my pages of Batman Inc. to refamiliarize myself. So yes, because um, there were a few of them that were apparently fought uh, the Batman of Japan. Yes, 
and, uh, and I had to do some research on them as well. And, and that's where I learned that um, the Vaney guy that we talked about in the last issue, who I can't see in this issue, but they had the wonderful name of Vaniac. And I just thought that I just thought that was brilliant. <laughs> but yeah, there's so much going on in this, and there's characters everywhere, and there's this massive fight scene going on, and yet the storyline still progresses, so that we see what, well, I'm guessing what part of General Immortus's plan has been all along. Yeah, so I mean, he, he's literally taking himself to the next level by somehow using Dorothy's body. I thought they were going to resurrect Dorothy, but. He just wanted to uh, get some of her power, perhaps? Yeah. Yeah, but he, he has a new melty look and um, candles that float above his head and a new outfit and a new name, which... Mm. Um, is this burning? <laughs> <laughs> no, he's just an eternal flame. Like, Sorry, oh I, feel, I feel so basic making these jokes, but... Uh, I have not got that song out of my head since I read this issue. Look, if if we if it wouldn't get a, another warning flag strike against us from our podcasting platform for using music we don't have the license for, I would be putting that Bangles song everywhere in this episode. Everywhere, everywhere, like right now. But <laughs> right now, he'd hear it. Instead, here's Paul and I duetting that song. No, we won't. Um. Alas, poor Squonk, we knew him not at all, really. Is he dead? I don't know if he's even dead. Uh, let's describe Squonk. He looks sort of, he's grey-coloured. He looks a bit stretchy, but not handsome like uh, Mr. Fantastic. Mm. So, yeah, but he's um, uh, he, he's sort of like a, a bit like Metamorpho, I think, but not, you know, not able to change shapes particularly, but he is very elastic. Yeah. So he does some... Tumbles and leaps and, yeah, things in that that nature. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah he's just, he, he seems to be very flexible and very, very fast on his feet, uh, d- despite not looking like he would be. Um, yeah. So, yeah, I don't quite get where the name came from, but maybe that's a story for another time. Maybe because I, I like I like Flex Force. I thought they were a good little, you know... Mm. Um, Doom Patrol Junior Team almost, and I like that they had the purple and white costumes that the kids had to wear back in um, the start of Volume Two with uh, when Larson was doing the art. Oh, yeah, well spotted. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it was it was kind of like they all had that that purple and white coloring there. So yeah, and Roxy Centauri, who seems to have sort of obsidian looking skin, mm. Uh, mm. and yeah, she is able to. Uh, produce light. I mean, maybe that's because she has sort of star powers or something. We're not really sure. We don't mm. get enough information. But Animal Vegetable Mineral Girl, which I don't think is her official name because she just called me ABM. Yeah. Um, yeah, but she seems to be able to generate minerals and animals and vegetables, which um, you'd never go hungry, would you? <laughs> <laughs> I'm curious as to why she called the crow Smashly. I want to know the sort of there because Smashly just kind of comes out of nowhere and then, and then she's like when Squonk gets taken out she's like avenge him Smashly and then Smashly flies off and becomes a giant dinosaur bird yeah it's kind of pterodactyls up pterodactyls yeah. up a bit yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah just a bit <laughs> maybe Squonk got his name because he was attacked by a radioactive goose or something maybe yeah but we get the return of the quiz looking spectacular so. yes 
Yeah, so, um, yeah, I think uh, Buffalo DeLorean, you were spot on the money. Uh, you're on the money with Mike on the money. Um, yes, but that is the quiz. And, mm. yes, every power we haven't thought of. I'm not thinking of powers right now. So, yeah, she's fully powered up. I just love when Cliff's trying to figure out, you know, what power it is that Jane suddenly doesn't have. He's going... <laughs> And Beast Girl says, you know, what did she do to the Chief? Shouldn't you try and name that? And he's like, oh, I, I don't know. Yeah, maybe. Uh, super anxiety. Um, the nervous Nellies. <laughs> <laughs> I like when uh, Black Annis is fighting. You go, oh, flaming claws. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's, there's so much going on and it's so cool. It just looks fantastic. So. Yeah. Uh, and shrapnel, yeah, we were right on shrapnel as well. Shrapnel's there, shooting bits of shrapnel at the at the flex force. Yeah, you know, it's just, oh, it's so good. It's yeah, so good. but um, Amortis is doing that classic thing where you have cannon fodder villains, and you also have your secret internal team to do your secret uh, mission, which is basically get Dorothy's body and wax it up. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yes, and look, it's kind of been spoiled by previews of the artwork in the seventh issue that Dennis Culver himself posted online. But because I was about to, when I first read this, I was like, "Wax? What? Why is he drinking wax?" And it looks like it's the wax from one of uh, Candlemaker's candles. Right. That they they don't reveal who, but someone went into. DPHQ after Candlemaker, you know, first appeared and caused all that havoc and scraped up a bit of the wax. Ah, right. Yeah, well, I mean, I just thought Candlemaker as soon as I thought I saw wax because mm. it, it, it wouldn't be hair wax with General Amortis. Or, and he, he has no surfboard, so I wasn't, you know, thinking it would be, you know, surf wax or anything no. like that. No. Yeah. No. But you're right, when when they first... And poor Dorothy. I, you're, I thought they were going to try and bring Dorothy back, but then they they zigged and zagged, and we get the eternal flame. Yeah, so there's a swerve. Yes. But, um, yeah, as we know, the Candlemaker was very, very powerful, so this is probably a concern that um, the unscrupulous enemy now has that power. Mm. Probably, yeah, <laughs> I love that phrase. That's going to add to our waiting for him lexicon. Probably a concern. Along with <laughs> my bits, it's a ruse, higher, lower, at this stage. I'm sure there are others I'm forgetting. But yes, you're right, Paul. That's probably a concern. Cheese river. That's all. <laughs> Cheese river. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, baby gate. Um, anyway. <laughs> this... Stay on target, Mike. Come on. <laughs> Oh my god, that's a bit rich. Um, also, I've just noticed that when Willoughby and, um, and I, I went back and, and uh, did some quick checking on earlier issues to see what the Mystic Division of Doom Patrol was called, and Willoughby called them the Graveminders. But uh-huh. um, yeah, they, they Lucius yeah, Lucius Reynolds. Yeah, that's his name. Thank you. Lucius thought that was lame and wanted them to be called Doom Patrol Dark. But anyway, as Willoughby uh, is talking to Cliff with his skeleton arm, he shrunk down Elephant Man. I've just noticed that Cliff is holding one of Elephant Man's tusks in his hand. I'm like, oh my gosh. I've literally just noticed that now. 
So, <laughs> like I said, so much going on in this issue. It's fantastic. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah, no, great issue. Sets up the finale very well. Yeah, I'm, I'm hoping we'll get the finale with also some teasers of what's to come. Because, um, yeah, I, I, I think this has been a success and it should continue. Mm. Yeah. Definitely. If you're listening, DC, that's, that's the vibe. That's the call. That's yes. the right call to make. It is. It is the right call. And look, uh, I don't want to, you know, have our heads get too big, but, you know, by the powers of Paul and I combined, you know, we've had a television series, we've had the Doom Patrol come back a couple of times now. Yeah. So, you know, I, I think with, with a bit of magic luck, Unstoppable Doom Patrol will be back. Yeah. I am slightly concerned as to who else is going to show up in issue seven, though. Oh, you're expecting more. I'm expecting Peacemaker and a couple of Peace Hammers and Carter Blanche. Uh. General Blanche. General Carter Blanche. Please, Dennis Clover, please. <laughs> because I was thinking about it. In the previous issue, when they went and attacked Main Street of New Poplar, Illinois, and they attacked the Metagen base underneath, and Niles was kind of scalding Velvet, who was with... Niles and the others and the underground base. And he was scolding Velvet about the fact that, you know, I will have to have a word about you being more involved in uh, the field um, operations, Velvet. And I thought, oh, yeah, he kind of didn't do... Velvet didn't really do much. He hid away in that. Whereas in this one, you know, Velvet's shitting, I don't know, little gobs of whatever it is out of his mouth during the fight to help the patrol. Are you confusing Worm with Velvet, my, my friend? Worm is Velvet. Now, Velvet, didn't Velvet blow himself up? Velvet is the worm. Velvet is the worm. Velvet is the big blue worm. I feel like we're doing a code phrase. You may enter. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Okay. All right. You still with me? Well, who was the guy who blew himself up? What was his name? That was Worm, wasn't it? That was the name he gave himself. Oh, okay. But then we realised... Velvet was the yeah. Velvet was the actual metahuman who could create human constructs. Like worm. Yes. So worm's not velvet, but velvet is the worm. Yes. <laughs> okay. I, I'm looking at page one of issue two right now, and that the young man says most people call me worm because of velvet. <laughs> He's part of me too. So worm was the boy that blew himself up at the end of issue two. Velvet is the big blue worm. Right. Who stayed on with the team. Great. Okay. <laughs> All right, I'm, I'm clear now. In issue five, <laughs> Niles was scalding Velvet, the big blue worm. With hot about water. The what? Scalding him. Scalding him, telling him off about oh, the okay. fact that he didn't participate much in the, op- the field operations. They were going to discuss it when they got back to HQ. In oh, this okay. fight... Velvet, the big blue worm, was assisting in the the big fight, you know, shooting gobs of of whatever it is that he was shooting out of his mouth or his tail, whichever. And then I thought back that Velvet was actually meant to be infiltrating the patrol. Yes. So he's a mole there, not a worm. (laughs) He's become a giant mole. Velvet is the mole. Is the worm. He's a worm. Are you with me still? Stay on target. Um... So I'm wondering if Velvet's going to turncoat 
next issue. A velvet coat. A velvet moleskin coat. <laughs> okay. Are you with me? Crystal clear. Clear as mud. <laughs> <laughs> but right. yes, I, I'm anticipating that that velvet's going to turn or something. Some something's going to lead Peace Maker and the Peace Hammers and General Carter Blanche to turn up next issue. Great. So they will have that. The patrol will have to face that on one front, and the Eternal Flame on the other. Do you think the Peace Hammers, if they came on motorbikes, they'd call them Peacicles? Peace Hammers and Peacicles. All right. Um, yes, I hope I hope they do, Paul, for that joke to land <laughs> and pay off. That's my one true wish. I mean, you're hoping for Carter Blanche. I'm hoping yeah. for that. Yeah. Peacicles. Yeah, Peacicles, um, you know, leading the way for Carter Blanche. I'm sure Dennis Culver right now is on the phone to the presses and saying, stop the presses, I need to make some last-minute edits <laughs> to satisfy two bearded madmen in another country. Yeah. yeah. Thank thanks, you, Dennis. Thanks, we Dennis. We love you. Yeah, thanks, Dennis. Thanks, Chris, and the, the rest of the art team for making these last-minute changes. Much but appreciated. But I, I must admit, I love Lady Tiger. Whatever face. Whatever. Oops. Lady Tiger Fist. Lady, lady, not lazy. Lady Tiger Fist. I love, I love the fact that she has tiger claws, uh, faces on her hands. That is just weird and cool. Yes. Not very practical. No. That'd be awful when you have to go to the toilet. Yeah. <laughs> this is getting really weird. <laughs> hey, I didn't create this stuff. I'm Very just... cool to see to see Gemini in there as mm. well, uh, Madame Rouge's daughter, um, and she's in quite a few panels um, with her long, stretchy, elongated body. At, at one stage, uh, she's grappled Solo Simon, Starbro, and what's her name? The new Star Girl. Um, I want to say a constellation. Rox- Roxy Centauri. That's the one. I was going to say something Proximo. But that's not even right. Yeah, she's got all three of them in her grasp. Yeah, um, at, at, in one stage in the panel, she's just awesome. It's it's, it's effective so cool. grasping, quite. Mm. Mm. But yes, um, tip of the hat once again to the entire creative team on this issue and this run so far. I I'm quite happy to say that this is without a doubt one of the best modern era runs of the Doom Patrol. I'm having a lot of fun. I really enjoy this, and it's it's very cool. And I really, yeah, I've got no issues with it at all. I mean, I've got five issues, six issues now, but no issues, well, no problems no, with it. No complaints. Yeah. No complaints. I mean, it's yeah. got it's got them firmly back in the DCU proper, which we've yeah. seen from from the get go in the very first issue when they went to Gotham and had a running with Batman. Yay! Yeah. It's got plenty of weirdness, but not weirdness just for the sake of confusing the reader yeah it's it's going it's using everything that's happened uh to build a story but it's Mm. not going let's just have that vibe that's always in these runs so let's do something fresh and yeah so lots of yeah lots of characters coming out of the woodwork and yeah we we, we could see shrapnel we haven't seen shrapnel since what the early days of of volume two 
Yeah, I mean, he was created and then just disappeared, and then he appeared in other books occasionally. So he hasn't been seen for a long, 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 long time. Yes, a very long time. <laughs> so, yeah, this is this is fantastic. I'm probably a bit biased because you know I love 99 percent of all Doom Patrol stuff, but this is seriously one of the best ones. Yeah, of the modern era. It's firmly in that 99 percent. I mean, it doesn't have Cliff Steele making out with a young Rita far, so it's already got that, that in its favour. That never happened, mate. <laughs> Sorry, I must have dreamt it. Why Shut would I dream mind. that? <laughs> anyway, yes, if you have not, for some reason, um, caught up on this series and you were tuning in for the first time, please go and purchase all the issues of it. You will not be sorry. Issue 7 is out in just a couple of weeks' time. I would love for this creative team and this iteration of the Patrol and Flex Force to come back. I think there's mm. so much more... I mean, depending on what happens in the finale, the next issue of this run, I would love for this team to come back. Both the team in the book and the team working on the book. Mm. They deserve more presence and time on the pages please. Yes. I concur. Thank you, Doctor. <laughs> <laughs> Alrighty. Do you have anything else to share, or do you think we've explained that enough? Uh, no, I'm good. Thank you. I know you're good, but do you have anything? <laughs> Alright, Doomsplained it is. Ding. Oh, we didn't do oh, Doom Gong. DVPs, Doom Gongs and stuff. Who is your Doom Gong of, of the issue? Um, Alright, I'm going to swerve towards the villain side. I'm going to say Hungan, because he does a lot of shifty stuff and, you know, makes a mess for the team. Because he gets Dorothy, he knows the spell, he's got the resin, he's got the wax. Yeah, Hungan, he's, he's got plans. Okay, well, I will join you on the dark side of the Doom Gong. I mean, Doom Gong. And... <laughs> I am going to give it to General Immortus because I Ooh. think it's his plans that Hungan is helping to bring to fruition. And clearly he's got... This is, you know, just the first step gaining the power of the Candlemaker, courtesy of the late Dorothy Spinner. This is part one of his big plan. So, yes, so yes I'm, I'm, I'm giving my Doom Gong to, um, to the General, which I never thought I'd say, but here we are. Excellent. Well earned, evil people. Well done, bad guys. <laughs> yeah. And now it's time for the mailbag of doom, where we go over your missives, your emails, your messages to us via the magic of the internet. Who did we hear from, Paul? Uh, Buffalo DeLorean got back in touch. Oop. We talked about our last episode, uh, which was episode 188, which was about Assault on Main Street, and the title was Assault on Main Street. And he says, I, or she says, they say, they say, <laughs> I can buy that Niles regrets his actions, but his attitude in this issue felt almost too healthy. That does look like Madame Rouge, but I think 
the Lalandra haircut means it's her daughter, Gemini, from Jeff John's Teen Titans. I didn't recognise the surgeon, tiger person, or walking circulatory system as old DP foes or Brotherhood members like the others, but apparently they're all villains that Chris Burnham co-created for Batman Inc. And that's definitely a scrap of the painting. I'm counting it as support for my quiz theory. Anyway, uh, Flex Force will join the Doom Force and the X-Patrol as the third time the Doom Patrol's been mashed up with X-Force. So, mm. oddly enough. Hmm. So thank you. You were you were correct about uh, all that stuff. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Thank oh. you for talking to us and letting us know. Yes, I wonder if there's anyone else that's going to come out of the scrap from the Patreon. But anyway, uh, we'll find out next issue. I'm sure. We also heard from Craig McDonald, uh, Craig McD on the online things, who was also chiming in about our last episode, Assault on Main Street, and Craig said, "Hey guys." Back in issue one of Unstoppable Doom Patrol, we can see that Negative Man is using the negative spirit to communicate with Mento while he's inside the think tank. It's how the team finds the generous. Degenerate, sorry. Uh, everyone has been aware of Mento's state for a while. So uh, they find degenerous. Yeah, Ellen. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's how they find. Look, I'm old, I'm tired, and that's my explanation as to how I forgot that that had finding, happened in issue Finding one. Dory. <laughs> Sorry. As you were, Mike. You can... <laughs> Thanks, Paul. Uh, Craig continues. Everyone has, yeah, everyone's been aware of Mento State for a while, except for obviously myself, and I'm dragging Paul down with me as well. Also, Craig is glad that Niles is seemingly trying to redeem himself for his past actions, as his on again, off again attempts at manipulating the team from Morrison Pollock's run through Giffen's and even an issue of Way's run was starting to irritate him. If you've been reading the Vigil miniseries from DC, the character responsible for that team seems to be taking his cues from Calder and setting up scenarios to literally create his own team of superheroes. On the news front, I've seen some rumours online that Funko may be releasing Funko Pop versions of Robot Man, Negative Man and Mr. Nobody, based on the TV show, but I haven't seen Funko confirm anything yet. Apparently the rumours have been tracked back to a Funko-related website from Brazil, so take them with a grain of salt. Thank you, Craig. Thank you, Craig. Well, Funkos are yeah, very timely. Mm. <laughs> right at the end of their current comic book run and at the end of their TV series. Yeah. The show's over. I have some merch. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Better late than never, I guess. Um, mm. Thank you, Craig. We, we love that you chime in regularly. Yes. And yes. frequently. Yeah. And I think that's it for all the comments on this episode. Yes. So, uh, we're, well, um, we're probably going to take a break for a little while because mm-hmm. we're r- rushed to out and I'm going away and I'm not taking my caputa. I'm going to eat some vegetables but not take my caputa. Um, <laughs> yep, sure. 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 But when we return, we will do the final episode of uh, the final issue of this comic, and we might start talking about the Doom Patrol TV show again. Yes. But, um, yeah, I will be uh, appearing on an upcoming superhero show show to discuss the first two episodes of the Doom Patrol before I go away. So you'll hear them uh, around about the twentieth of October. Superhero show show. If you are inclined. Right. I'm their Doom Patrol guy. Right. (laughs) (laughs) All right. 
Well, with all that said, thank you as always, Paul. Thank you, everyone, for tuning in. And also, just a quick note, um, thank you to everyone that's listened to us over the years because apparently we have hit 100,000 downloads of our little streaming silliness. That um, is a lot. That's a lot. That's a lot. And a lot. we wouldn't have got there without all you guys out there listening to us um, each episode, and that is very much appreciated, so thank you. Yeah, love you guys. You're the best. You are the best. You're you best people. Indeed. Yes. <laughs> you people. Sorry. <laughs> you people are just the best. Uh, anyway, if you would like to get in touch, you can contact us uh, via Wilfred on Twitter at this stage. He is at WFDPod. You can always email us at waitingfordoom at gmail.com or you can get in touch via the Waiting for Doom Facebook page. You can always message us and leave comments on our many episodes over at our awesome website, which is waitingfordoom.com. And you can join the Caffeine Nation, the Brew Crew, the Fellowship of the Ring, was it we called them? I can't remember. The Kafami. <laughs> Kafami? I don't think we ever used Kafami. Okay, no. okay, I was fine with vegetables. I'm fine with Puna, but <laughs> Kafami, nah, mate. I think you need a lie down and a reboot. <laughs> anyway, as always, stay weird, be good to each other, don't be a crumb bum, and we will catch you again next time for more Waiting for Doom. Thank you.